Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, Love Letters to Pam, or you may be watching via the YouTube channel that, of course, is called Traveling with Jack and Pam. Either way, as always, we appreciate you checking in. Now, after having done that introduction there, I need to let you know, we got some folks out there that they hate me doing the introduction to the program. Now, I got to tell you, it's really not a bunch of people, but I received an email from a listener, or it may have been a viewer, who was critiquing my program. And saying, you know what, you got to quit doing that same goofy opening and doing the same goofy clothes. It seems like you talk about the same stuff all the time. You know, you just got to change things up. Well, let me tell you, I got pretty thick skin. I spent the better part of 30 years in television. I was a meteorologist, the weather guy. And you know what, though? I very rarely got negative feedback from the viewers. I mean, I'm not bragging. I just seem to always connect with the viewers. And I think the deal was I always made it very clear that, you know what, All I can do is guess with the best of them, and I can miss with the best of them. And it just made me a little more human. I always said, you know, I am not a 100% correct meteorologist all the time. So, But what I can do is try and make your experience pleasant while you're watching the weather. Didn't mean I didn't take my job seriously. It just meant I didn't take myself too seriously. And I tried to be uh, informing while at the same time being personable and having a little fun with the weather as well. Now, the thing about a local newscast, they always have an opening and they always have a closing. And they always introduce the meteorologist. There'd be a little open every night before I did the weather. Now, Channel 5 weather with meteorologist Jack Church. So to the person who told me, you got to quit doing that stupid introduction, quit doing that stupid ending and quit doing the same old stuff. You know what? I appreciate the feedback. But it's not going to change. And here's the deal. There are always different people who may be dropping in from time to time. You know what it's called? It's called branding. That's what it's all about. It's just reminding people, you know, what they're watching and what this is all about. And as for the messages always being the same, well, again, I do apologize. And I bet, you know, I have 900 uh, messages I know on the YouTube channel, but a lot of those are travel videos and cooking videos and grief videos. The podcast is pretty much all grief videos. But here's the other deal. Back in the day, when I was first in television, you only had like three or four channels in town, so you didn't have a lot of choices. But listen, to those of you who tune into this stuff and you don't like it, and I piss you off, you don't have to watch, you don't have to listen, because there's a million podcasts, and there's two million YouTube channels out there. There is plenty of content that you can go watch and listen to, rather than watching and listening to me. Now, to the 3,000 subscribers to our channel, Greatly appreciate you. To those people who make financial donations for the podcast, we appreciate you as well. You know, in the last month between the podcast and the YouTube channel, almost 40,000 visitors have dropped in. But a lot of them, they're not going to come back because this isn't their thing. And that's all right. So enough about that. Let's talk about my little message today. Maybe it is one that I did in the past and I just don't remember it. But I want to talk about the weight of widowhood. I think that's what I titled the show, The Weight of Being a Widow. And here's the deal. Here's the weight that I'm going to talk about with you. It's that weight that, yeah, I'm three plus years out, and I still feel the weight of grief and loss. And I think, though, what's happened with me, though, recently in the last few months, I've had an epiphany. I think that'd be the right word that I'm using. And that epiphany is that this weight of loss is just part of the deal 
that may be with me till the day I die. Now, if you were tuning in for some message that was going to tell you how, oh, no, it's, it goes away after about six months. After a year, it's, it's terrific. After two years, you don't even remember it. At least in my case, that's not the way it works. Now, it gets a little better, but here's the deal. Every morning still, when I wake up, every morning, it's hard. It's just hard. Because for me, I wake up, the house is so quiet. It used to be I would hear Pam in the shower or I'd hear coffee brewing, something like that. Or she'd come in there and start kissing on my neck, trying to wake me up. And I'd get back, oh, stop it, I just want to sleep. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. It's just quietness. Now, some of you, though, may still have kids in the house. and that's, that's, that's a blessing, probably. Or maybe you have a parent that you're taking care of, or you moved in with your parents. And then there's going to be the crew out there. And yeah, I see your comments. You need to get a dog. You need a dog. I tell you, I love dogs. But with my current lifestyle, a dog just, it wouldn't be fair to the dog. The reason me, I hike a lot. You can take a dog with you. I know, I know, but I don't want to. Uh, I golf a lot. No, you can't take a dog on the golf course. Um, two weeks ago, I was at NASCAR races. This past weekend, I covered the ladies' professional golf tour. That dog would be alone a lot. I enjoy traveling. And, and just full disclosure, having dogs nowadays is, is a little different from when I was a kid. We, we had a couple of dogs, but they stayed in the yard. And we didn't have to go around with a little plastic bag and pick up their poop. That's just not me. Pam and I, we, we never really wanted a dog because both of us, I don't know, we said, you know, we took care of the kids' poop when they were little babies. We just don't want to do it with dogs either. And we were on the go all the time as well. So get the dog thing off the table for me. For some of you, it works, and I'm glad. I'm happy. I really am. I have, I have some of you who are dear friends of mine who dearly love your dogs, and they've been a lifesaver for you, and I totally get that. Just doesn't fit for me right now. But let's get back to that staying busy thing uh, and this weight of widowhood, as I called it. Um, I do stay pretty doggone busy. You know, I've still got a full-time job. I do radio interviews for a network. But the downside is the work is from here at home and I'm alone. And these people that I interview, it's just over a phone line for about 20 minutes. And I may do three or four shows a week. And, and that's about it. Now, sometimes though, I will travel to those cities. And that makes it a little better. But the thing of it is, when I'm not doing those things, I'm just, it's alone and it's quiet. In fact, listen. Yeah. Total silence here in the house. Wouldn't it be great if Pam was sitting over there on the couch right now and she was watching me do this? Nah, that wouldn't happen because I wouldn't be doing this if she was still here. I'd be over there wrestling with her on the couch. Yeah, heck of a lot more fun than doing this. But that's the reality of it. If you want me to tell you that it, that it gets better and that you don't, you, you know, you're not going to uh, mind the silence and things like that, well, I can tell you that, but it's going to be different for everyone else. I've had a few people, not many, who've written into the program who said, well, I've gotten into books and writing and, and I like being alone now. And that's good. I'm glad. For me and Pam, we were both extroverted people, so uh, we were a good match. And so this uh, alone life, not the best thing for me. Now, you might be saying, well, you got to meet your woman. Now, 
I'm, I'm just not that interested. Now, for some of you who are maybe early in the stages, the first year after her, I lost Pam. I thought, boy, I need to meet somebody. I need to meet somebody. But I never did really even look. I just thought about it. And a lot of people, they get into relationships too fast. And now I, it's not even on my radar screen. And the deal is, you know, there's that, that saying about you got to always look out the front window because the view is always changing. Don't look out the rear view mirror because the view never changes. You know what? I used to agree with that statement, but now I don't. And I did a little short message on this the other day. I like looking in the rear view mirror. I enjoy looking back at pictures of Pam and I and the activities of uh, us doing things together and then stuff we did with the kids and all our different adventures. Now, yes, it's bittersweet looking back at those memories. Makes me sad we don't get to do those things anymore. Um, but I don't mind looking back. You don't want to get stuck looking in the back, looking in the past. You got to look forward. And I do that, but looking forward, it still just doesn't have that zip that it used to have. It's like, well, I don't know what I'm looking forward to. There are so many days that, that, that I think about, it's like, what is the point anymore? Well, it kind of gets back. You remember that movie City Slickers? Do any of you remember that? Um, with Billy Crystal, and it had the old cowboy on it. And I never will forget, they were on that cattle drive thing and Billy Crystal's trying to figure out what it is and cattle drive boss just kept saying it's just that one thing you gotta find that one thing well for me the one thing is I know that eventually I'll be called to heaven now again not everybody watching this is going to be of the same faith as I am but I believe that eventually I'll get called to heaven and it can't happen soon enough so that's one thing. That's that one thing. Now, so far as staying busy, I do stay busy. As I mentioned, I hike, I golf, I've joined a summer golf league. I do a volunteer activity through a church helping uh, mentally challenged adults. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on the different activities I do. And we often see widows and widowers talking about it's all about staying busy. Busy is good, but we can't stay busy 24-7. It's just impossible. And I think that's the thing that I miss most is those times of being with Pam and not having to be busy. We just, you know, I can remember we would sometimes take a hike and then just sit on a rock overlooking an area for hours on end. And maybe we'd have some snacks in our bag or something like that. And it was just, you know, being with one another. So that weight of being a widow, it's just not going away. And uh, it may for you. Again, it can be different for everyone. But I think if I had a message that I'm trying to get through, it would be that at some point you have to become comfortable with the fact that there's going to be a layer of sadness that will likely be there throughout your life. It's, it's, it's just the way it is. Now, I know a lot of my Christian friends, and they're, they're all like, oh, no, you got to find your happiness in Jesus. Praise God. We're, we're happy, happy, happy. But I got to tell you, if you read your Bible and you go through a lot of those stories, it wasn't always happy times. What's the shortest verse in the Bible? 
It's where Jesus said, where it says Jesus wept. He had sadness too. Now we're coming up on Easter, or it may be after Easter when you watch this, or it may be Christmas time when you're watching this video. But you know, the whole idea of Easter, one of the darkest days of mankind on Good Friday. You know, Christ dies, they hang him on a cross. What a horrible way to go. And then Easter Sunday, well, he rises again. He's back. Everybody's joyful and happy again. He's back. He's back. So that's that one thing, that belief that I have, that I will find eternal joy again. Nonstop joy here on earth, it's a little tough to come by these days. So that weight of widowhood, even three plus years in, is still there. Now I'm going to tell you too, I may not be doing as many of these messages anymore because uh you know, the listener slash viewer that wrote in and said, oh, you're talking about the same stuff all the time. You know, they may be right. I may be running out of things to say because, you know, I've been doing this three years now. But I still do a lot of travel videos and cooking videos. I'm still covering sporting events, things like that. I enjoy doing those things. So I'll likely keep doing that as well. But you may not see me as much on doing these, these grief videos. And, and your comment lines, don't, don't say, oh, Jack, please keep doing the videos, keep doing the videos. Well, you know, after a while, there's only so much you can say. I guess what I'm saying in this one is, it's, oh, I hate that term, it is what it is. But it is what it is. You know, I remember my grandmother who lived to be 94 years old. You know, she always said she never forgot Papa Jack. Yeah, I was named after him. Uh, his full name was uh, Wilfred Jack Church, but everybody called him Papa Jack. And, uh, you know, I could tell she always still had some sadness. And she was alone 30 plus years. He died pretty young. But she still kept busy doing her thing. And that's all we can keep doing is just doing our thing the best we can. And maybe just accept the fact that there's going to be some sadness there. And it sucks. I hate it. I really do. And I get angry about it. I really do. I mean, I don't like this feeling. But, you know, she's not here anymore. You know. Yeah, I still got my kids. Still love them. But you guys and girls know that's a different relationship with your kids. It's a different relationship with other family members. That bond between a husband and wife or there was a fiancé and, you know, even people who've gotten divorced, it's totally different. You know, we're with them 24-7 our entire life. The kids, they grow up and go on, and then we see them two, three times a year. Or if they live in the same town, you see them on a regular basis. But it's just a, a different relationship. So that quietness here. In fact, when I finish this program, it's going to be quiet again. And then it's like, what's there to look forward to tonight? No. Nope. No bedroom action. She's not here. <laughs> Was that inappropriate? I don't care. That's a reality. You know what we're talking about, intimacy. I don't happen anymore. What am I looking forward to tomorrow? I don't know. I'll get up. I'll make the coffee. I'll try and set up some interviews for my real job. I'll have some paperwork and some forms. Just go through another day. Put one foot in front of the order, in front of the other. 
just doing the best we can and finding those little moments of joy, those little golden nuggets that pop up from time to time. Hey, I'm going to irritate that person who doesn't like me introducing and then doing the outro of the show, as we call it. But here we go. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. And you know what I always say, make it a great day. Better yet, a better tomorrow. Bye now.